Alrighty, welcome to episode number eight of Crunch Time with Jacob Cax. I believe we've got a good one today. You probably saw my video on Twitter. If you haven't, you can go check it out. Um, at Jacob Cox underscore 24. It is also retweeted on the Crunch Time Twitter account at Crunch Time JC. This is this episode is going to be about the coronavirus, its impact on sports. The impact has canceled virtually everything. U, UFC is going on today, um, fighting. Um, it, it, cool, you want to watch it? Uh, not everybody does. I probably won't because I don't care that much, but I might tune into it because there's nothing else on. That'll be on ESPN. Um, but other than that, there's not a lot happening, not a lot going on. Uh, but I'm going to talk about the coronavirus impact on sports. The NBA conference tournaments got canceled. NHL, MLB, uh, the NCAA cancer canceled winter and spring athletics. March Madness recruiting. And then the only non-corona thing that I probably won't mention the coronavirus in is the eligibility uh, that the NCAA could give spring athletes and winter athletes I'll kind of give my take on it because it's it's going to be a hot issue here. A lot of people are going to be talking about that. They're going to want to know, are they getting that extra year of eligibility? And then will the smaller leagues like the NAIA follow suit to what the NCAA does as far as eligibility goes? So we'll dive into that, uh, but mostly going to be about, mostly going to be about the coronavirus. I don't know how long this episode is going to take. I can usually kind of ballpark uh, you know, I'm based on how many topics I got, but it's really the only topic I've got is the coronavirus and then the NCAA eligibility for athletes. This episode could end up being a half an hour, but it can end up being the full hour. I, It's tough to say really how long I can talk about the coronavirus and the different things I can say about it because I don't want to sit here and I don't want to repeat myself for you know, 50 minutes, because then you guys will, will tune me out. So I will talk about the impact. I'll kind of break down how everything happened. And then when can we expect the NBA and the NHL to to tune up again? And, and, and would they just play games or would they just go to the postseason? I, what would they do there? Um, we're going to dive into all that, uh, dive into what the league says. And um, no better place to start than how it started. In the NBA, Rudy Gobert. Coronavirus has an impact on sports. It is it's impacting it in every facet. So, like I said, I wanted to start with the Rudy Gobert incident. Uh, Rudy Gobert, member of the Utah Jazz, um, has come has tested positive with the coronavirus and. Teammate Donovan Mitchell has now tested positive for the coronavirus. So we've been hearing about this virus for a little bit now. Uh, been a week, been a, about two or three weeks, to be quite honest with you. And we never really knew the impact until the sports world kind of got hit by it. I think that's the first sign that we got a problem. Uh, you know, it's, it's going to be an issue that's going to affect everybody. In the country. So, you know, dominoes were starting to fall before Wednesday night when we found out Rudy Gobert 
has the coronavirus. The dominoes started to fall as the Ivy League kind of canceled everything and said, hey, we're not, we're not doing anything else because of this virus. But then Wednesday night, you know, everything was still planned to, to go Wednesday night. The Ivy League was kind of in their own, in their own bubble. They were done. And mainly because one of the hotspots is in the northeast area of the country. So the Ivy League said, hey, we're not doing it. We're done. Spring sports too. Basketball, hockey, it's all done. So then Wednesday night, the Utah Jazz and Oklahoma City Thunder were set to play in Oklahoma City. And right before the game started, right before tip-off, the Utah Jazz team doctor runs out of the court. And next thing you know, both teams are in the locker rooms. The Utah Jazz and Oklahoma City Thunder are both quarantined in their locker room uh, to be tested. Rudy Gobert was not in the building that night. I, I think a lot of false news reports have come out and said, oh, he was there. No, he wasn't. Rudy Gobert was not there. He was not in the building. He was being tested. And if they said he could play, he would have then went to the stadium or the arena and played. But he was not in the arena at all that day. And that night. So Rudy Gobert found out, tested positive. All the Jazz players got tested. Donovan Mitchell, positive. He has the coronavirus. So, surprised we didn't see more Jazz players with the coronavirus. The way that they're talking about Rudy Gobert. Saying that he was careless and he was, you know, in your face, touching all your stuff. We saw the video of him touching the microphones. This is careless. And it really is careless. And I think the Utah Jazz players have a right to be mad at him. For, for I would even be mad if he just touched the mics like that. You don't do that in a time like this. And karma, well, he's got the coronavirus. So, it, it, it's a unique situation. And we saw right after... Uh, the report that Rudy Gobert has the coronavirus, we got about, I don't know, maybe an hour later, two hours later, the NBA has postponed or suspended season. And the next day, the NHL followed suit. And then an hour after that, Major League Baseball had suspended spring training and delayed the start of the regular season. And then... You know, within that time of the NBA closing down conference tournaments for for March Madness has said we canceled our conference tournament. March Madness obviously canceled as the NCAA canceled the winter and spring championships. Now we've seen the effect on recruiting. This is now a new dead period. This is all directly the impact from the coronavirus, but it's really the impact about safety of these people. Safety of the people coming to watch these games. Safety of of the players. Now, I believe these games could be being played without fans. I think that would probably be the best solution. You don't want fans in these buildings. You don't know where these fans are coming from. And then they interact with these players. You know, the, you could tell these players, hey, you can't touch these fans. Do not interact with them or maybe you'll be suspended. Uh, but they should have been able to play, but they weren't. You know, at the end of the day, they weren't able to play. It is what it is. We've got to kind of move on, right? So we're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, we'll talk about the whole NBA deciding to suspend the regular season and what that kind of led to. We'll be talking about that next. 
NBA, um, and, and I'm going to kind of break this down. So on Thursday, I'm sorry, on Wednesday, so late Wednesday afternoon, the Golden State Warriors announced that they would play the Brooklyn Nets on Thursday without fans in San Francisco. So that was kind of the way the NBA was going. We're just going to play. Hey, we're going we're gonna to play these games, but there's going to be no fans. And then at about 3.30 on Thursday, uh, the NBA League owners met via conference call. And then Adam Silver would soon declare that all games would proceed without fans. Um, and, and then it kind of went sideways. It all ended very, very quickly um, that there would be no games. Uh, that the, the league would suspend play. So, Rudy Gobert, who was showing symptoms of the uh, coronavirus, had tested negative for influenza. So they were they they allowed him to be around the team. Um, and then he stayed at the hotel as uh, they found out he tested positive for the coronavirus. Now, for us Detroit fans, Rudy Gobert and the Utah Jazz were in Detroit just a couple of days ago. And now the Carolina Hurricanes play-by-play announcer who stayed in the same room as Rudy Gobert when the Carolina Hurricanes came to town to play the Red Wings has now tested positive for the coronavirus. So... The trickle-down effect from the coronavirus, uh, it's, it's, ha- it's, it's extending to each professional sport in, in a sense that no one is safe. Look, the coronavirus, look at its numbers. Look at the numbers. It, 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 it's not killing these people. Right, Rudy Gobert, he'll survive. The Carolina Hurricanes play-by-play announcer. I don't know how old this guy is, but he'll probably be fine. I think people are overreacting about this coronavirus. I really do. Not saying that people can't die from it, because people people obviously can. People obviously have. Uh, but for you know a healthy adult under 50, 55... Probably going to be fine. If you don't have any health issues and you're under 60, chances are you're going to survive and you're going to be just fine. It's going to be, you know, a mild flu, a mild cold. And it might even be a bad flu or a bad cold, but you're going to survive. It's not life-threatening to you. It is people with health issues that have a problem with this disease, with this virus. So that's what... You know, that's what we're kind of dealing with in a sense. And, you know, it is scary for some people. I'm, I'm not going to lie to you that, you know, people are concerned. You you go to the store, the shelves are completely empty. I get people's panic. You don't know if you're going to be quarantined or not. But I think people are overreacting about this issue. I think you sit down, you look at the numbers. China, uh, you know, if they're telling the truth. Their numbers have gone steady now. They're not increasing at the rate that they were. And I think you'll see the United States, our numbers will stop increasing in a little bit here. I think the necessary actions are being taken. And obviously, we don't have school. Uh, Gretchen Whitmer 
said all Michigan schools are done till April 5th and encourage the the schools to go back on April 6th um, if that date isn't extended. And it very well could be extended. It very well could be. But I, I, I think people are overreacting about this issue. And the impact on sports is obviously suffering. Like I said, I think these games could be played without fans. You could get these guys on the court and they could play. Have everyone be tested. Oh, you're all are good. Let's go. Let's play. You're telling me March Madness couldn't have gone on? It's it's crap. People have Jordan flu game. Did Jordan give the flu to anybody else on that court? I don't believe so. Or we probably would. It would be brought up. Now, obviously, the coronavirus is more contagious. You know, one to five than the one to one for the flu. Is I believe we could play these games. I believe that when it comes down to it, these games are valuable. You know, people people love these NBA games. I mean, the, these people have these jobs at these NBA and NHL arenas, and that they were going to work March Madness. What do they, what do you expect them to do now? Right. They need a job. They need a place to go. They, you know, they, they count on these games. And you see that these players are, are giving money to these workers that are going to need it. Blake Griffin, $100,000 to LCA employees. Um, so they can survive over this period. But how long is this going to last? I think that's the big question. That, I think, is... Now that March Madness is done, so that was the first thing people freaked out about is March Madness. Are we going to be able to have March Madness? What is going to happen with March Madness? And then it got canceled, and people are starting to come to it that, all right, it's it's just not going to happen at all. Like, we got to get over it. We've got to move on. It's just not going to happen. Well, okay, it's, it's not. So now it's coming down to, When's the NBA, NHL coming back? When is Major League Baseball going to start up? When is the Masters going to happen? Because the Masters has also been uh, suspended, delayed, whatever you want to call it. That's that's a big one. That's got to happen, right? They're not just going to skip over the Masters for a year. They're going to push it back till the fall. So it is possible. It's possible that, you know, come... October, let's say, let's just, let's just ballpark at October, even August, August, September, October, right? It is possible. We have the NBA, the NHL, the MLB, and the NFL starting up. They, they could all be going at the same time, and then you could have the Masters in one of those weekends. Oh, I forgot college football around the corner, too. Like, there, like that doesn't happen. That doesn't happen where you got... College football and the NFL and the other four major sports being played. You know what I mean? So, you know, it could make for a very interesting time. It could make for a lot of fun. Uh, But it all depends on how quickly we're able to halt the spread of this virus. And that's the big thing happening right now. That's That's the reason that none of these tournaments or professional games are being played. Just to stop 
the spread of this virus. But I think you could have stopped the spread with just getting the fans out of the arena. I, I think the fans, you get them out, I think you would have been fine. I really do. And that's my firm belief. The fans were kind of the, the issue there. If you got the fans out, you would have been fine. But no, you can't do that. It's a tough pill to swallow for a lot of people. And I understand that because to me, I was looking forward to it. I was really, really looking forward to getting on here and breaking down my bracket, breaking down each round, round by round of March Madness. I was looking forward to watching Michigan and Michigan State play in the tournament. You know, I was excited for this time of year. And now, well, we don't have this time of year. It's over with, right? You know, it's over. It's a tough pill to swallow. And we kind of got to just wait it out. I mean, now there's nothing to watch on TV. Like, the golf in NASCAR stayed in until about late, late yesterday, midday yesterday, on Friday, March 13th. And, and then they said, hey, we're, no, we can't do it. We can't be the only people that not. So they closed down. I don't think well, we're going to be with a month without sports on TV. We're going to be a month. Now, if this UFC keeps keeps fighting every weekend, well, that might just become a hot commodity. And I think the gamblers, they're going to find a way to bet on it. Everyone's going to find a way to tune in, and then they can jack up the price because everyone's going to want to watch sports. Everyone's going to want to watch something live, something to gamble on, something to watch and play. Like, I had started my bets of the day. I was doing it. But on Twitter, I had five bets of the day. My five top games that you would want to bet on if you could. I was 15 and 15 through the first couple of days. I went through a couple of days, 30 picks. I was 15 and 15 because I, I started out real strong. And then lately, I hadn't been so great. Um, you know, 15 and 15 isn't great. I'll have to, I don't know if I'll continue my record. I don't want to end up having like, I don't want to be 182 and 108 and three. Like, I, I don't want to do that. Um, I either want to be, you know, I might do it month by month and I might just start over, you know, keep my overall, but start over kind of counting my record each month. Um, and I might just start when they sports come back in April, if they do come back in April. I mean, some sports are set to come back. I mean, what I'm hearing is, these commissioners will reevaluate the situation within 30 days. So, so you know, Adam Silver, he's going to re reevaluate the coronavirus situation in 30 days. Same thing with Gary Bettman for the NHL. And he's come out and said he really, really wants to hand out the Stanley Cup to a team this year. And, and if that means starting the playoffs right in April when they come back, he might just do that. Um, I don't know if I'm sold on them actually coming back in April. I think it might be pushed back till like maybe late April or early May. Um, you know, obviously, I hope they come back in April because I want something to watch. You know what I mean? Like, I just, I, I don't know how long I can go personally um, without sports. Like, the, if there's nothing to watch, what am I going to do? Seriously, what the heck am I going to do? And and that's been that's been talked about. That a lot of people are talking about. You know, people 
This is all they got. This is all I got. You know, I sit here and I, I, I do a podcast weekly about sports, right? Get down, talk to you guys about sports. And then I sit down and, and I write about sports. And I make my bets every single day on sports games. And now there's nothing to do it on. Watch reruns. It's boring. So you got to pull up Netflix or Amazon Prime, whatever you got. And watch whatever you got there. So, you know, the NBA, like I said, they're going to reevaluate the situation in 30 days. Um, you know, you the next college athletic game you're going to see is probably the kickoff to the college football season. You know, you hope you can see the NBA and NHL again, you know, late April, early May. You know, obviously Major League Baseball, they said they still plan to play 162 games. So that would push the season right into October and November. Your Tigers, your Detroit Tigers will finally play November and October baseball. Because if the, if the MLB still wants to play 162 games, that's going to happen. Um, you know, that it could end up delaying the NFL and in, in college football start. I don't think it will. I think they're going to start on time in September and August. Uh, but you could also have the NBA and NHL going on in that time. It all depends on what they do. If they still want to play the remainder of the 82-game regular season, the playoffs won't. The playoffs might go into August, and then everything's starting up and going on at the same time. You know, we we could have a chance of three postseasons happening at the same time of of baseball and hockey and basketball and then the start of the football season. So it, it's really going to throw everything off. It, it throws everything off and it's all thanks to this Corona virus. Throws everything off. I Baseball, basketball, hockey, it's all backed up. And they're obviously going to try to play it. I don't think the NHL and NBA are just going to say, hey, F it, scratch it, whatever. So then it backs it up into the baseball season. And it backs it up into football season. It puts everything in a tough position. It really does. So, like I said, I I don't know what more I can say. I don't want to keep repeating myself and going over this coronavirus. because I don't think it, it benefits anybody for me to just continue about the coronavirus and its impact on sports. So I'm going to move to, well, is there anything more to say about March Madness beside the fact that I think they can play without fans? Like, just let the players play it, broadcast it. Media members and family members only. No one else is traveling. If you don't have the abundance of people traveling to these places, couldn't you just have the players travel to the and I guess maybe traveling is the problem. I think people maybe are concerned about the traveling. And that might be what's kind of holding the NCAA back here. But I think they could have played the spring sport. And a lot of people are bringing up the point of why don't you just delay it? Why don't you just suspend play and revisit it in 30 days just like the NBA? Why are you canceling it outright? And I think the NCAA might be canceling it outright because... The colleges are saying, hey, we're not bringing our kids back. So you're really going to say, hey, you got to bring your kids back because they're going to play in the NCAA tournament. I think that's the difference between collegiate athletics and then, you know, the professional is, you know, these collegiate. The NCAA also has to 
listen to see what these universities are doing. And, and Duke and Kansas kind of bowed out of all athletics and activities. So what's the NCAA going to do? Have the tournament without Duke and Kansas? Like, they're not going to do that. So I understand why March Madness is canceled. And I understand why the NCAA kind of canceled the whole thing. So it brings us to the next point. It brings us to the eligibility for these athletes. Eligibility for seniors of spring sports is being talked about because they didn't get to play this season. You know, softball players and baseball players, they got to start and track. They all got to start their senior season, but didn't get to finish and really didn't get that much into it. So do they get another year of eligibility? The NCAA is discussing it. I'm down to give the spring athletes another year of eligibility. I'm down for it. They didn't get to play their senior season. As an athlete, I would be devastated if my career ended that way, not getting to play my last season. So I am okay with the NCAA granting spring athletes who are seniors another year of eligibility. Okay with that. And I guess maybe I'll have to dive more into it. Should, should the juniors then get another year, the sophomores? Because, you know, you look at the opposing point of view of you can't give them eligibility. You look at the opposing view. These juniors, they're like, all right, one more year, I can play. You know, these incoming freshmen, we're counting on, hey, that senior is going to be gone. I'm, I'm going to commit and I'm going to be that guy. Hey, obviously, you still have to earn it, but they're counting on, okay, I only have two guys ahead of me. Oh, wait, we're going to give this guy another year of eligibility. I have three guys. Now maybe I don't want to go to this school. So people who freak out about the transfer portal for football, this might be a bigger problem if they give eligibility to these athletes in the spring. And maybe you won't hear about it a lot because not a lot of people get into college track and field and then baseball and softball. But if they grant these this eligibility to... Basketball players, they give that eligibility to basketball players, men's and women's. You might sit there and, and you might hear about this transfer portal. You might hear about this, oh no, what's going on here? You know, you, you might hear about, well, I'm going to transfer now because you brought that kid back and it was my time to shine. So it's a very interesting statement and it all goes back to this dang coronavirus and its its impact on this world. It's going to impact everything. Absolutely everything. So it'll be interesting. Um and you know, we'll just have to wait, watch and see. So That episode wouldn't take too long. It was episode number eight of Crunch Time with Jacob Cox. Like I said, I was your host, Jacob Cox. And we talked about the whole time, the coronavirus and its impact on sports, eligibility, recruiting, March Madness, Major League Baseball, NHL, NBA. It's it's not going to go away. It's going to be here for a while. Like I said, at least a month. 
without sports, um, and it could turn into a month and a half to two. Um, it all depends how quickly we can stop the spreading of this virus. So I hope you enjoyed today's episode. I know it's it's not about the sports that you know you usually hear. So with that being said, if you have any ideas of what I can talk about over the next three weeks, four weeks until sports come back, uh, please let me know. Um, you know, I don't know. I might start ranking, uh, you know, like top ten quarterbacks, top ten point guards in the game right now. And kind of break down why I think, you know, this guy's here or this guy's there. How I bring up the GOAT conversation in the NBA. Like, I, I'm going to need something to talk about. I'm going to try to bring some people on to talk about some stuff. Um, but, you know, ultimately, if you have any ideas of cool things to talk about over, you know, the course of this long break from sports that we have, please let me know. Please, please drop a comment. Um, you know, text me. Go to my website. You can contact me from the contact page. Do something. You know, if, if you got a cool idea, let me know. I could even bring you on to talk about it. Um, you know, if that's a cool idea, you just like, hey, I want to talk about it. I'm going to use your platform. Yeah, I'll get you on. I, I, we've get, There's a huge, nice opportunity I have to bring people on my podcast that I am so willing to utilize to have conversations with people. So if you have an idea of something to talk about, Go for it. Let me know. I'm down. Um, like I said, I'm gonna be. I'm gonna might. I might rank positions of the NFL. Like, give me a top ten quarterbacks in the in the game. Top ten running backs, wide receivers, linebackers, safeties, corners. I I need some to talk about, right? And then we'll jump to the NBA. Point guards, shooting guards, you know, centers. Top ten coaches in the game right now. Top ten GMs, owners. Move to the MLB, top 10 pitchers in the game, top 10 catchers in the game, NHL, top 10 goalies, top 10 defensemen in the game. I've got a bunch of things I can talk about, um, but one thing that I am for sure going to be talking about in the coming episodes is I will be mocking. I will be mock drafting for the NFL draft, which is still on schedule in April in Vegas, it's still on schedule right now. We'll probably get moved. It will probably get backed up and delayed or whatever. If it doesn't, cool. Um, because I will be coming out with my projections, my mock draft for the 2020 NFL draft. That's going to be coming. So I hope you enjoyed today's episode, and I hope that uh, you can give me some ideas. Um, thanks, and have a great day. Uh-huh.